Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. They say it's in your blood, a game that can't be won, only played. A love affair. It satisfies the soul and frustrates the intellect. The greatest game ever played. Golf. It's real. And this is Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, son of legendary golfer Billy Casper. Talking golf with you for more than two decades. And now, here's Brian and Bob. And welcome into another edition of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor alongside Bob Casper. So good to be with you. Thank you so much for the time that you spend with us every single uh, Saturday as we uh, are just wrapping up 23 years of talking golf with you here on Real Golf Radio, going all the way back to 1999. Pretty uh, fun to be able to have this opportunity to be with you as we approach the holidays. Bob, happy Thanksgiving coming up uh, a little less than a week. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, going to spend some time with family and and just, you know, just have a good time being around family and eating some good food and all that kind of stuff and thankful, being thankful for um, all the things that, that we're blessed with on a daily basis and, and uh, grandkids and all that kind of stuff. So mm. it's all good. I had an, I had a second uh, engagement that happened this week. So yeah. uh, my daughter got married a year ago in March. Uh, my son is now engaged and will be married in, in this upcoming March. So we're going to go back to back March weddings. So there the grandparent go. opportunity is certainly in play for me, but uh, <laughs> a little bit further down the road than where you are there, Bob, but c- certainly some gratitude there. Hey, you know what? Um, I talked with uh, one of our good friends at Cal, golf this week yeah and uh we were exchanging some emails and i said hey happy happy thanksgiving and he replied back with a kind of a laughing emoji and he says you know what he goes living in southern california sometimes you forget what time of year it is thanks for the reminder and happy thanksgiving to you i had to laugh (laughs) i said well the thermostat reminds us pretty quickly here in utah so yeah we get we get some cool weather this time of year and it's been in the 30s and 40s and um yeah it's uh it's a little chilly, but you know it's a great time of year for sure. Oh, hey, it's uh, we're we're celebrating this week here in Utah as well. Tony Finau gets win number five at the Houston Open, wire to wire in a convincing fashion. Uh, really, really cool to see Tony out there. We're going to hear from Tony coming up next, and we're going to talk about that W and this streak that he's on, and and what is the ceiling uh, for Tony, and uh, and, and just you know talk. I, I loved all of the discussion around Tony after his win, so we're going to get into that. Patty, uh, I know he's a friend of yours, Bob. You played golf with Padraig Harrington, convincing yeah. win at the Charles Schwab Cup Championship. We'll get into that. Also, Rom and Rory providing us with a nice little topic about the World Golf Rankings. I don't know if. 
I understand it any better than they do, but we're going to talk about it. Stay tuned. It's just getting started here on Real Golf Radio. Are you looking to improve your baseball swing? You need the Rip Grip Pro. Co-created by Dodgers AAA star Drew Avins, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up, palm down, and pull the barrel of the bat through the zone instead of pushing it. Check out Drew's videos at ripgrippro.com and you'll see how this can help you or the baseball player in your family improve your ABs. Get the adjustability in your swing that you need. Go to ripgrippro.com. That's ripgrippro.com. For all your printing needs this holiday, Staples has you covered. I need custom-printed holiday cards for my one-of-a-kind business. Staples has you covered. It's beginning to look a lot like I need custom party invites. Fast. I need cards for everyone who gave me a hand this year without spending an arm and a leg. Staples has you covered with personalized holiday cards and invites. And now save 40% on custom holiday cards and invitations. For everything you need printed, go to Staples, the working and learning store. In-store and online ends 1217. Exclusions and restrictions apply. What's the best product I bought this year? Oh, that's easy. Salon Paz Pain Relieving Patches. The proven medicines in Salon Paz Patches reduce my pain and let me do the things I need to do every day. In a recent clinical study, patients using Salon Paz reported improved sleep, mood, and the ability to work. They had less pain and were able to reduce their use of oral pain medications. For pain, I use Salon Paz. It's good medicine. He sent me to... The Wendy's $3 breakfast deal is here. Get a bacon or sausage egg and Swiss croissant plus a small seasoned potatoes. That's a better breakfast for just three bucks in three easy steps. One, wake up. <sighs> Two, get out of bed. And three, head to Wendy's for your $3 breakfast deal. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's $3 breakfast deal. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Select or request $3 breakfast deal in order to obtain discount. Not valid for all card or combos orders. Price and participation may vary in Alaska and Hawaii. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for postmenopausal women or for men with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. Hey, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. So good to be with you here on Real Golf Radio. I failed to mention our guest list for today. We got a good one. Jeff Rude, a veteran golf journalist who is a good friend of ours and uh, always has great takes. He's going to join us coming up in about 10 minutes, so stay tuned for that. Also, in about 20 minutes from now, Troy Merritt, who's a two-time winner on the PGA Tour, coming off a T3 finish at Mayakoba a couple weeks ago, uh, is going to uh, join us as well as we wrap up the end of the year. And then on the back nine, hour number two, of course, 
It's America's favorite caddy. But before we get into any of that, a hearty congratulations to our good buddy Tony Finau on the W. Here's what he had to say to Golf Channel and Steve Burkowski following his win last week in Houston. Um, you know, honestly, on the first hole, I, I didn't know if I had it in me today. It was one of those days where I just fought and fought and I made a lot of nice putts on the front nine to kind of call me into things and um, you know I've never been in this position before meaning that big of a lead with uh, with nine holes to play so a lot of new nerves I would say and and, um, and things but overall I felt uh, as the, the round went on I felt better and um, just happy to get a W today. There you go, Tony talking about some nerves. I love that Bob and you know I always yeah. try to bring it back home a little bit because you know, when, when, when in this game, when we find ourselves in unfamiliar situations with something that means something to us, that's when the nerves set in. Yep. That's where Tony found himself. Are, are you surprised to hear him say he wasn't sure he had it in him, but he settled down and made it? Or is that just part of the process of winning? Now, I think it's just part of the process. It was a new thing for him, especially um, being in the lead all three rounds and going to the final round with a four-shot lead, never having a, a cushy, comfy lead, so to speak, like that. Um, and so it was a little bit dip, more difficult. It was a new experience. And when that happens, um, it kind of upsets all the equilibrium a little bit. And Tony was able to to go out and make four birdies on that front nine and take an eight-shot lead going to the back nine. And then it's just a matter of, I don't care what you shoot the back nine, as long as you don't go crazy. Um, but, uh, you know, let the holes run out and you get a, you get another win. And that's basically what Tony Finau did. So it was great to see him get number five. Yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> I told you coming into the weekend with Tony having that lead that it makes me nervous watching somebody that I know out yeah. there. And uh, we've I've experienced that with Troy in the past as well, who we'll hear from coming up. But you know, he didn't he he didn't seem to flinch. So it's interesting to hear him talk about those comments because he didn't seem to flinch out there. He just you know kept his head down. And I love the fact that he talked about he was able to make some nice putts, and right. that it was his putter that was able to settle him down and keep the momentum going when he's been so often criticized and maybe rightly so for, for the putting challenges that have maybe held back the rest of his game. We've seen it there. Uh, here's, here's a comment uh, following up there with Steve Burkowski on the 18th green at Houston on Golf Channel following that win that he gets into a little more about this. I've always had belief, but the confidence when you win um, is contagious. you know. And I think I've just always um, been a very hopeful person uh, I work extremely hard. Uh, I've worked extremely hard on my body and on my game. And now I'm starting to, you know, bear the fruits of that labor, of, of all that work. So it feels amazing um, to have that be the case. Um, you never know what's going to happen in this game. But you always try to put your best foot forward. That's what I've done over the years. And um, I'm starting to put together a pretty full package game. Not to mention the fact that Tony can't help himself but slip into scripture when he's talking about winning a golf tournament. You got to love that for sure. But uh, uh, yeah, to Tony, I love the fact that, you know, and, and Bob, if there's one thing that's been consistent in our conversations with Tony over the years is that hope, that uh, that confidence yeah. and 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 belief that he is going that he has the talent that he has what it takes to win and he's proven that by winning three of the last seven starts on the PGA Tour I mean he endured a lot of criticism about getting the one W in Puerto Rico and then what was it five years you know with so many yeah. missed opportunities and close calls 
And yet he never gave up that hope. He never gave up that belief. And now, as he said, the fruits are starting to show themselves, which is awesome. Um, it, he's, he's worked hard and he hasn't just sat back and waited for it with that belief. He's continued to get better and improve all the while having that belief. And I think that is such an inspiring message there from Tony. I love listening to that and seeing uh, players in sports at the highest level, achieve, overcome, have success. It's inspiring for whatever you do on a daily basis, whatever I do on a daily basis, to have that same kind of attitude and try to succeed, uh, achieve success in, in whatever level that you are engaged. So I, I love watching uh, that, and I love listening to that, those comments from Tony Fino. Well, you know, you look at um, his four rounds last week. Three of those rounds were pretty um, – they were under conditions that were very favorable to scoring, so so to speak. The third round is where I was concerned because of the change in the weather. It got colder, it got windier, and it became more difficult. And Tony seemed to kind of uh, focus in a little bit better in that second round. He didn't have to do anything great in the second round, but a couple, but two under par was a really good round, um, and. That kept his momentum going, kept him with a four-shot lead, and then that's what he ended up winning by. But, you know, you look at his putting. It says it's only four measured rounds. Um, He's second right now in putting. When you look at uh, his scoring average, um, and I don't know how many rounds that totals, but his scoring average right now is 67.233. And um, he's just figured out some ways – um, early in the year to get onto onto a hot start and hopefully propels propels it forward um, in in the remainder of the year gets gets back on the Ryder Cup team has a chance to win um, and be in contention at majors and uh, and other events too as well so um, I'm I'm really excited for Tony I love watching that uh, watching him play and watching him hold putts and watching him hit 14 out of 14. Uh, or 13 out of 13 fairways in the in the third round, um, and what he was able to do off the tee with the golf ball, um, it was it was a all around great performance by Tony Finau last week. Yeah, he talked about putting a complete package game together. You yep. can't just uh, say this guy's bomber, right? right. He, lead, he led the field in driving accuracy for the work week. He hit 39 of 52 fairways, so uh, that's pretty impressive stuff. Also, he's converted his last two 54-hole lead or co-leads into victories on the PGA Tour, which is not easy to do. That's two of seven. So before the last two, he was 0 for 5. Now yeah. he's two for seven. He also converted his first 36-hole lead or co-lead into a W. I think he was 0 for 2 previously. So, uh, look, th- these are major milestones. When he talks about that confidence contagious, it-, it is contagious. Now, it's November. There was a Masters played in November a couple of years ago due to the pandemic. Yes. But, Bob, is he peaking too soon here? No. Do we, we, need this, we need this to be happening around uh, the beginning of April, huh? Well, Okay, so you're talking about four out of four out of three out of the last seven events he's played, he's won. Yeah, um, four out of the last uh, out of the last fourteen months, he's won four times. So I think Tony's getting on on a roll right now to to feeling more comfortable being in contention, winning golf tournaments, and converting um, those leads into wins. And it's it's a great thing to see. I, I I see a lot 
starting to happen for Tony Finau, and I, I think it's going to continue on this coming year. Mm, I love it. Uh, so cool. Congrats, T. Uh, we're proud of you, man. It's uh, it's pretty cool to see what he is doing. And, and uh, yeah, I, I second his comments there that he's is putting a complete package together. And that putter gets hot, you know, um, watch out. Yeah. Watch out because the guy's got a lot of tools. And I love the comments afterwards. All of the commentators said how happy they were for Tony, how he's such a great guy, how he's just, you know, you couldn't ask for a better guy, a great example of a father, all this stuff, right? And to me, I just sat there with a lot of pride, you know, knowing this guy and watching him grow up as a kid and and to see the way he's uh, represented himself in our community here, just, just super cool. Congrats, Tony. Hey, stay tuned. Jeff Rude joins us next. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 Let's say life knocks on your door and you need money to live on or pay bills. What do you do? Would your life be better if you were able to take the equity you've built in your home and spend it any way you want? Here's an idea. Call Easy Knock. They can help you convert the equity in your home into cash in just a few days. If your home is worth $100,000 or more, Easy Knock will buy it from you. You get the money you need, and you stay in your home as a renter. Plus, depending on your program, you can buy it back at any time. If you think you might not qualify, remember... They can say yes when your bank says no. Call Easy Knock now and get the cash you need out of your home. Easy Knock is not a lender. Its products are not available in all markets. Terms and conditions apply. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. That's 800-245-9187. Come on. You watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then, if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635.
You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you here on Real Golf Radio. Excited for our next interview. Uh, he's a good friend of ours. He's a veteran golf journalist. He was, uh, he probably forgotten more than I'll ever know about this game. And, you know, was one of the guys that when we came out there as uh, little radio guys, uh, he was uh, an intimidating and imposing figure, a guy that I read in, I think it was Golf Week back at the time. And uh, and yet he was uh, super kind to, to extend a hand and, and welcome us into the media center and the press room. And, uh, and and walk around the golf course with, and, and we ended up uh, striking up a great friendship that we still have today. Pleased to welcome back our good friend Jeff Rude to the show. Jeff, how are you, man? You know, I'm good. I'm good. I miss you guys. And, and, and Brian, thank you very much for, for, for not saying that you read me when you were a kid, okay? I, I appreciate that. <laughs> I was kind of a kid. I think when I started this 23 years ago, I was a 26-year-old kid. I knew nothing, man. That's why Bob came along. He had to give me some credibility. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys do a great job, and and uh, I love doing your show, and I love spending time with you. I so, appreciate that. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, happy have, happy Thanksgiving, have, by the way. Yeah, yeah, there's lots to be grateful for. Thank you. For sure. Right back at you. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I wanted to get your take. I know you're not in it every single day like you were, uh, and I can't even remember, like 100 majors and like 80-something in a row. I mean, you were literally in yeah. the middle of it every single week. And I, I think actually not being in the middle of it, but having been there is a really great perspective. I'm just going to start with this. Uh, it's been yeah. a unique year for the game, right? With Liv and all that's gone on. I don't remember quite yeah. a year like this. Uh, you were covering the game back when Norman tried to pull this back in the early 90s. But I'm just curious, what what's your take, kind of uh, maybe slightly removed from the day-to-day, what's your take on what the tour and golf in general went through this year? Yeah, wow. Uh, I I don't recall. I don't. There's never been a more chaotic uh, year. Again, I wasn't around. Uh, uh, Bob may know more about this than me. I wasn't around in the late '60s when the, you know, when the players pulled away from the PGA of America and started the PGA Tour. I'm sure that had to be, you know, uh, big big uh, news, obviously. But the chaos this year has uh, been remarkable. I mean, we have a startup league. We have all kinds of, you know, we have so many kind of different angles of how different people's view live uh, depends what lens you look at it from. Uh, and, and yeah, I mean, the last time we had this kind of chaos was uh, with Greg Norman back, what, 28 years ago, 1994. Yeah. I remember I was in Las Vegas on assignment and Lanny Watkins called me up and says, Jeff, you're going to believe what the shark's trying to pull. And, and so, uh, you know, here we go again. Um, uh, so, you know, there's uh yeah, chaos. It's almost like guys. It's almost like other sports that have chaos. You know, where there's uh, uh, labor uh, labor battles and money battles and this and that. Um, the gentleman's game uh, got a little down and dirty. Let's let's leave it at that. It's <laughs> a great I comment. Like <laughs> I like that comment. Down and dirty. Um, you know, and it's it's kind of the end of an era that you know the PGA Tour is is adapting and changing based on the conditions of the times with the players and that kind of thing. Um, you know, we're, we're going away from the wraparound season, which was instituted, you know, not very long ago. We're going away from that. Right. Players are going to play less. The top players are going to play more. Um, they're right. going to be elevated events that are worth more. Um, Davis Love came out and said, you know, what we've learned through all of this is the players do have – 
the ability and and more clout with the game. And uh, just your thoughts on that, that, you know, the PGA Tour has been kind of this corporation that has kind of run everything and the players have kind of followed along, but now the players have a little bit more say or they seem like they're having more say in where the direction of the tour is going. Well, there's been an obvious shift from, uh, you know, uh, from a membership organization to a star organization, it seems to me. Okay. I mean, Mark Russell, who is a long-time rules official, is a member here at my club in Orlando, and, and we talk. And, uh, you know, he has said for years the PGA Tour has been about, like, number 125 on the money list, or number 122. Right. Okay, it's a membership organization doing stuff, you know, to try to get them starts and so forth. Now this shift is focused to, you know, uh, to the stars. I mean, there's more big money events. There's more shorter fields coming up. And so forth. There's uh, there's the pit money based on uh, your Q rating and so forth. Uh, and so they're you know they're trying to take care of the stars better. And and uh, you know I don't know if that's good or not. I mean it's creating a cap system. There's been a, what, what happens with the Byron Nelson? You know what uh, is the you know I mean the Byron Nelson will always get fields because it'll get Spieth and Zelatoris and, and Scheffler, but some other events that aren't on the, on the, on the top shelf are going to suffer. What's going to happen with the John Deere? I mean, what? Yeah, I mean, there, there's only so many guys from uh, Iowa, Zach Johnson, who else? So, you know, it, there's going to be some uh, residual effect. Will, will corporations want to write a $10 million check to sponsor an event where no big boys come? Yeah, that's the that's the uh, fallout of it, right? Jeff Rude joining us here on Real Golf Radio, and, and that's what I'm curious about. You know, it is I wonder about the unintended consequences of this of going so heavy in on the stars, and I guess it's good, right? We always enjoy it. That the certainly the other sports leagues have have been doing that for a long time. It's LeBron and the Lakers. It's not the Lakers. It's LeBron and the Lakers. It's Kevin right. Durant and the Nets. It's whatever, right? It's long been a star driven, you know, uh, uh, marketing effort. And the PGA Tour has also been that way, right? I mean, the top players always get the the mentions and the billings and the posters up around the the tournament and all that type of stuff. Um, I just wonder, you know, will, will the guys, you know, one of the things I've always loved about the game of golf and the PGA Tour is it doesn't matter what your resume is. If you put together four hot rounds, you can change your life and win a golf tournament. Con, you know, conversely, it doesn't matter how good you are. If you have, if you play poorly one week, you're, you're down the road, no check. And I think there was some something appealing, and I wonder if that is going to start to go away a little bit. You know what, that, that, that was very appealing. I mean, appearance money, uh, you know, was a four-letter word, mm. right? I mean, you know, it was one of the appeals that, you know, you had to perform, you had to get paid. I mean, it was the ultimate capitalist system, right? And, uh, you know, I mean, Liv is, uh, you know, I mean, the European Tour forever had uh, appearance fees, but, uh, you know, Liv is taking it to a, a remarkable uh, degree. I was with, I had lunch recently with a, with a Hall of Famer, and uh, uh, he knows, uh, he knows, Bryson DeChambeau's uh, financial guy, and he said uh, there was like $145 million of one shot wired right into Bryson's account. Okay. So how, how do you say no to that? Yeah, how do you say no to that? So, I mean, I mean we could, you know, listen, we could talk about live all, all, all the time, and like I said, it depends on, 
it depends on what uh, lens you look at the world and how you how you would receive uh, live. Uh, it's probably uh, something for for a show down the road, uh, a year end show. But uh, yeah, I, I'm with you. Uh, uh, you know, appearance money. Yeah, appearance money's shown up in different ways. You know, with remember Tiger with his his General Motors uh, uh, deal. You know, where all of a sudden he's playing here and there some General Motors events. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, uh, World you know, Golf Championships. Phil, Phil that was, was basically your right. money. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the question is, and again, I haven't thought this part through, but uh, will it will it be uh, will it be easier to keep your card uh, or uh, you know harder to get up? Here's the thing: the second tier events will give the guys who the Max Homers of three years ago a chance to learn how to win. Uh, on the tour and uh, in elevate where they can take on the big boys. So yeah. I, I think that's I think that's what we're looking at. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting. Generally speaking, do you see Live uh, being around for a bit, or do you think this is short lived? <laughs> Didn't mean to go there. Uh, yeah, uh, I, you know, I don't know. I really don't. I, that, doesn't it really kind of come down to what the, whether the Saudis lose interest or not? Yeah. Right? Whether they think they're getting a bang for. Right. Billions. Uh, yeah, return on their investment. Well, I, I don't know that they were really looking for that, right? They were looking for entertainment. They were looking for sports washing to, to, to have a, you know, people to have more of a positive uh, a look at them. I, 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 I don't think good PR has come out of that as far as the way people have viewed Saudi Arabia. Okay. Sure. So if they were looking for sports washing to improve their image, I don't know, from, from where I see it, it doesn't appear that their image is better because it was, it's opened it up for people to, to say, well, what about the 3,000 people that died in 9-11? And what about them carving up Khashoggi? And what about how they uh, treat gays and, and women? So, you know, what about the human rights violence? You know, so it, it hasn't exactly, I don't, I don't know that it's improved their image. It certainly has brought to light, again, all those atrocities. Well, yeah, you're, you're definitely right on. Jeff Rude joining us here on Real Golf Radio. So um, let me shift gears just a little bit. Yeah. Um, this uh, World Golf Ranking discussion kind of heated up this week, and I know you're not yeah. right in the middle of it, but Rory and Rom kind of went back and forth, and and uh, Rom says it's laughable that, uh, that RSM – has more world ranking points with zero of the top 20 players in the field, Mm -hmm. but a full field than what Dubai has at the DP world tour championship with seven of the top 20. And, and Rory conversely said, I think it's the most fair system because you add up all the points and a bigger field. You got to beat more players. I'm just curious. And then Davis love sort of doubled down on the whole thing and says, I think we're, I think the world rankings just need to go away. So I was like, wow. Um, I, I'm just wondering from all well, those. There's, there's three right there. Huh? Yeah. Wow. Three. Yeah. So I, I don't know. You, you covered this all. I mean, when did the world rankings start? Oh. Was it back in the, was it mid eighties or early nineties? I don't remember. Well, I mean, in the early nineties, the world rankings were, uh, were, were really a joke. Okay. Jumbo Ozaki, who never did anything in America was always sixth in the world. Okay. Because he beat up on people in Japan. And, uh, now, you know, take nothing away from Jumbo. Uh, Brian Watts once told me that once told me that Jumbo Ozaki in Japan is bigger than Palmer and Nicholas combined in the USA. But the point is, wow. he just, the ranking was all screwed up. And, uh, and, uh, Ron has a good point. I mean, the field, the field over there at the DP is better than the field, you know, over here in Sea Island. Okay, so he's got he's got a point there. 
Davis has a point that it's messed up, okay? And and uh, I'm not sure what the point. And Rory has a point in saying, well, that's a short field over there, so you don't get what well, you don't get as many points in short field events, I guess. But uh, everybody's got a point. The the uh, they, so they probably need to look at it now. You know, I mean, the big thing with the world rankings is should live get world rankings. Mm-hmm. For well, right. You know, my my feeling on that is if you're playing 54 holes, you should not get world rankings. Yeah. Now that that being said, that being said, is it fair that some of the big boys uh, might get, uh, you know, if they get drained out of the top 50, might not get in the majors? Now, is that right? No, that's not right. I mean, if if you if the three of us are running a major. We want Kepka and DeChambeau and uh, DJ, uh, DJ, D- DJ, and uh, Cam the other Smith. Guys, uh, yeah, Cam. Well, Cam's see, Cam has Cam has it the best because he's he's in the majors for the next five years from age twenty four to thirty nine. So in his prime, those are the prime years of a golfer. So uh, he doesn't have anything to worry about now. You know, if the majors t- try to start freezing out people like him who's qualified then all hell is going to break loose, and that would not be fair. Uh, I could see a situation, I mean, if the majors really want to do it right and these guys do fall out of the top 50, some of those names we talked about, where the majors would have to uh, give out more special exemptions. And, and, and for the sake of their field, for the sake of their event, for the sake of entertainment, uh, you know, invite them. Interesting. That's the next shoe to fall for sure. Jeff, unfortunately, we're out of time. Always appreciate it. You know, I told Bob we should just schedule an hour when we get a chance to talk with you because it's so enjoyable. (laughs) But uh, thanks for your perspective, man. Really appreciate it. All right, guys, anytime. Let's do it again. All right, we will. There you go. That's Jeff Rude joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Such a good guy. Great takes. And uh, we'll, we'll do it again. We'll have Jeff on again. Hope you enjoyed that. Stay tuned. More Real Golf coming up next. When we think speed, we think about speed tuning every aspect of the new Rogue ST drivers. Really? I just think about smashing it. When we think total power, we think of our tungsten speed cartridge. A what speed cartridge? I don't know. But I like what it does. When we think max distance, we think of... Oh, that's bombed. With our fastest, most stable driver ever, there's only one thing you'll think about. Smoked it. Bombed. See ya. Think speed. Go Rogue with Callaway, the kings of distance. I started Folds of Honor above my garage 13 years ago because 90% of spouses and children of killed or disabled U.S. service members receive no federal education assistance. Our mission has never wavered. We honor their sacrifices by educating their legacy. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to you, I will be a construction engineer. An elementary school teacher. Thank you for helping me fulfill my dream of going to med school. We're able to award these scholarships because patriots like you refuse to turn your back on the cost of freedom. Join the Folds of Honor Squadron today. Your $13 a month will help ensure we never turn military families away. This is your call to duty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to people like you, I know my dad is not forgotten. find more distance you get that much more of an edge the ball has to perform consistently in every condition to gain an edge i need to see the breaks other people can't 
That's why I play Chrome Soft XLS. That's why I play Chrome Soft X. That's why I play a Chrome Soft Truvis. We all love heading to St. George for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What's been missing is a Scottsdale-style golf resort where you can stay and play and own your own residence. That's why we're building Black Desert Resort at Entrada, offering exceptional amenities from a spa, world-class dining and shopping, water park, and a Tom Weiskopf championship golf course. It's literally an outdoor paradise. Find out about exclusive real estate opportunities available now at blackdesertresort.com. Sometimes less is more, like creating a revolutionary new raw face to maximize spin in every possible condition. But other times, more is more, like taking the most aggressive groove in golf and adding even more advanced wedge technology, like optimized tungsten weighting. It takes true innovation to deliver pure spin in its rawest form. The new Jaws Raw from Callaway. To Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you here on Real Golf Radio. And as we mentioned, excited to welcome in our next guest from the RSM McGladdery out in Sea Island, Georgia. It's our good friend, a two-time winner on the PGA Tour. And coming off a nice finish in Mayakoba, Troy Merritt is our guest. Hey, Troy, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Just uh, thawing out after today. Y'all doing all right? <laughs> you know, uh, when you leave Idaho and you head to Georgia, you sort of would hope that you'd get a little bit warmer uh, conditions, huh? You know, my, my face is, uh, it got some color uh, today that it didn't get in Idaho, but it's more windburn than anything. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's why you grow that beard out, man. That's why it's coming back out. <laughs> it's no shave November. Yeah, everybody's excited about it, except my wife. <laughs> I've embraced the hairlessness. You know, if I'm going to be bald, I might as well just shave it all. So I'm uh, I'm keeping it all clean. I don't care what month it is. Yeah, I'm not even going to fight you for that look. Yeah, that's all right. It's all good. <laughs> I'll, I'll be happy to uh, join in with, you know, you won the Barbasol once. So, um, you know, I told you, I said it's almost like a contradictory for you to win the Barbasol with that big old beard. Oh, it was a nice, healthy one too. It was, it was exquisite. <laughs> they probably sent you a big case of of shaving cream, and you're like, "Huh, I'm gonna save this for later, I guess." No, uh, they they refused. They couldn't even write that off. They knew it was such a waste. <laughs> or, or for your son growing up. Wow. Yeah, no, they don't. They be shaving for another fifteen years. <laughs> I was going to say, I think they're still pretty little, uh, but, uh, Hey, they're, they're playing hoops though. I tried to get Troy to jump on with this last week, but he was at uh, basketball tournaments, uh, which is how you know, we met, you know, he was, in fact, you were younger than your boys are now when we, when we were, when you're running around the gym, when I was playing high school ball. Yeah. It was about the last time I was clean shaved when I was about six. <laughs> There it is. There it is. Hey, uh, congrats on the nice uh, performance out there at Mayakoba, a little T3. And uh, I don't know if you know this. You probably don't pay too much attention. But I just happened, as I was going through your uh, stats over this year, last year, um, that's the first time you've had four rounds in the 60s in a tournament. So well done. Uh, thank you. But now that you said, now I'm going to have to go back and look. Oh. I swear <laughs> I've done it before somewhere. You, you, oh, that's not a stat you want to hear, right? 
uh, only to do it one time in 290 tournaments is probably not the best. Well, I didn't say in your entire PGA Tour career. I just had made it through oh, last okay. season, and yeah, uh, yeah. So I yeah. didn't. I did. I don't. Oh, that's how we're talking about my 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 long career that I've had. Okay, now I'll give it to you. Then I now I appreciate it. It was a good solid week last week. What was good about it? What did you do well, and what allowed you to get up there for that T three? Uh, I think the biggest thing was I was able to, to move around while, while swinging the club when it was 90 instead of 40. That, that actually really helped. But uh, I, I finally putted very nicely. You know, I've been battling a little bit of a, a, a yippee stroke from short range. In fact, even in uh, Vegas, I, I physically couldn't get the ball or the ball to the hole from 10 feet uh, putting up the hill and I made a slight adjustment over in Japan. I got my elbows away from my body, and it, it took the hands out of the, the putting stroke, and and it, it's been a lot better. And, and I think down uh, at Mayakoba, the green speed isn't quite as fast as we usually see in the States. I could be a little bit more aggressive, and, and as a result, I hit the back of the cup more often than not, which is nice. How often do you tinker with that kind of a thing? Grip, um, you know, putting in general versus just, you know, get getting feel for the speed of the greens. Uh, with the putter, I hardly uh, ever do anything uh, to, to tinker. You know, I try to keep it as simple as possible. There might be one or two things that I have to check, but uh, usually, um, you know, I can rely on my putter, but my hands were getting so involved with the putting stroke. And I was, I mean, I was blocking and missing the hole from two feet at, at random times the last five, six months. And, and obviously you're not going to sustain a career out on the PJ tour. If you do that. So I needed to find something. And uh, yeah, just uh, uh, coach Burton and Boise state reminded me that, you know, did that drill with the, the three iron under the armpit to, to take the hands out and get the elbows away from the body and rock those shoulders. And, and lo and behold, it worked at my two weeks ago. That's awesome. I like that. Three yeah. iron underneath the armpits, creating that uh, that straight plane for you to go back through. You know, you're 43rd last year, coming off a of season 43rd in strokes gained putting, which is also, I think, one of your highest putting uh, uh, statistic putting uh, stats for the for your career. So it's obviously not too bad for a guy missing the hole from two feet. Yeah, well, I had a couple tournaments uh, like uh, uh, FedEx in, in Memphis. I think I led the field in putting the first two days, and I was last in the field in putting the last two days. So <laughs> there were some good days, and there were some really mm. bad days. Mm. So a little bit more cons- – Yeah, looking for a little consistency. Talk about what you do. Obviously, uh, being in, in Idaho, um, you're out playing right now, but I think there's a lot of us that are listening that are in seasonal states where we – you know, might not be able to get out and, and play all that much. What do you do to try to get your game sharp or try to keep your some semblance of feel and touches, maybe especially with the putter um, when, when, the, uh, when the weather doesn't allow for regular play? You know, uh, and my caddy will say that I'm the last of the dying breed. I, I really enjoy taking time off, and I'm not afraid to not touch a club or the putter for even two weeks. Because then when I pick it back up, everything is just natural. It, it, it is as natural as it comes. I'm not thinking about anything. And usually I pick up right where I left off. It's not a little bit better. Uh, so for, for me, I, I just I let it be. I don't even think about it. And I know when I pick it up again, I've done it so much throughout my life that my body knows what, what to do. And, you know, sometimes, you know, when you have a little bit of a yippee stroke, you just put it away for a while and, and your brain kind of forgets what's going on. And then when you get back, your muscles take over. And mm. that's kind of how I get through the winter months. 
I gotcha. Troy Merritt is joining us here on Real Golf Radio. All right, Troy, so I got to ask you a little bit. A lot of discussion this week involving the World Golf Rankings. Uh, I know you'll give me the journey, you know, that it doesn't involve you. It's top players, what have you. But, you know, one of the things with these elevated events, and you would brought this up to us in an interview we did about four or five months ago, is uh, you're curious, like, if you get yourself into an elevated event so that you have the opportunity to compete for those elevated points and money, which will help to elevate your status. When you hear this discussion around the change in the world golf rankings and how it might relate to that, what are, what's your thoughts? What, what, what's your reaction to like what Rory and Rom and some of those players were saying over there in Dubai? Yeah, I'll be honest. I, I didn't tune in and, and read or listen to anything that they had to say over there regarding any of the point systems. Uh, you know, all I can say is that I, I appreciate that the, the, the PGA Tour is, uh, is being awarded uh, more points top to bottom for, for the depth of the fields that we have over here. Um, obviously, we have the, uh, the best fields in the world. And, uh, you know, it, it's just it's nice to be able to, uh, to see that. I mean, uh, you know, you used to have to finish in the top 40, 45 to get maybe half a point point in the world ranking system and now you know it, it seems like you make the cut if you get half a point and when you're playing against the deepest fields uh on any tour you know you should be rewarded even if you make the cut because i mean you you've played pretty well um just to beat half the field so like i said i didn't i didn't read into it or listen to any of what they had to say i'll let the top players you know uh, gripe when they want to gripe and, and and say what they want to say because they push the needle in the sport and uh I'll just continue to be the the bottom feeder and pick all the uh, events uh, and points uh, when I. I knew you were going to say that. By the way, I knew that's where you were going. <laughs> but uh, what, have you decided? Have you looked through? Um, and again, you you had a good finish. What did you finish? Sixtieth or right around there in the FedEx Cup? What's your schedule, or or how will it differ, if any, uh, next year? Uh, you know, I'm in uh, several of the invitationals uh, based on this year's finish. Uh, so obviously I'll play those like Colonial and, and Hilton Head. and uh, Well, actually Hilton Head's one of the elevated events, but Colonial, Memorial, uh, Bay Hill. So I'll go ahead and play those. You know, I would have played those anyway. Uh, as far as the, the, the four additional ones, I believe they are Phoenix and Hilton Head and Hartford and Wells Fargo. Usually I don't go play Quail Hollow. Uh, it's not a course that suits me as well, but uh, you know, this year I think I might do a little bit of a swap and, and the schedule kind of works ar- out around there where I can add that one and not go play a different one. So uh, as far as, you know, for me, you know, it'd just be the Charlotte event, Wells Fargo, and I'm going to add it and then I don't have to go play somewhere else. And, you know, that's just, it, it's not too big of a change for me this year. Will you add, and I think, what did you play, you know, usually around 20 to 23 or four events a season? Is that what you'll, do you foresee that to be the same? Uh, yeah, you know, I'm usually a little over 25. Uh, last year, I think I managed to make uh, the first uh, playoff event, my 25th event, which was a light year for me com- compared to the last several years. And if I can do that again this year, um, it'd be a similar schedule to last year. And hopefully uh, it kind of pans out that way. We can, you know, make the top 70 and, and, and make the first playoff event, the 25th event. Uh, my biggest goal, to be quite honest, I think if I can, uh, if I can manage a win, uh, you know, maybe not this week with being 10 back already, but uh, early in the season, I could make my 300 start at Augusta in the spring. And that would be pretty cool, but obviously a lot of work to go to achieve that. Okay, I had to think about that for a minute. You know, I, I th- 300th start at Augusta. It would be your 300th tour start being at Augusta uh, for the second time, right? right? You played once? 
I played once. Yeah, that, I mean, I think that'd be pretty cool. That would be super cool. Let's go with that. I like that. That's a that's a great goal. So in your mind, what I mean, obviously winning takes care of everything, right? Uh, get getting the dub. Uh, what else gets you in? There? I mean, top top fifty, right, in the world, which I think you're at, uh, you know, what ninetieth right now. So you can bump your way up with some good play. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Top fifty in the world. You know, up to like two or three weeks before Augusta can get in. So <clears throat> excuse me. You know, with with uh, the PGA Tour, you know, getting more points uh, per tournament. Yeah, it, it, it's it's entirely possible. You know, several top fives. You know, gets me up into the top fifty. Uh, or, or that win that would get me up there as well. So I've got opportunities in front of me. I just have to uh, take them. All right. Well, I love it. Good stuff. By the way, one of the things we're talking with the caddy about on our show is what do tour players typically gift their caddy, if anything, for the holidays? Uh, typically, well, I, I did mine a little uh, earlier this year, but typically I, uh, I do the, the year-end bonus um, for the season before, but this year I did it uh, right after the season. So uh, maybe I'll send uh, I'll send Bob uh, one of those little fidget spinners. That'll that'll keep him occupied. <laughs> Happy holidays! Here's something to keep you occupied till I'm ready to go play again. Oh, that's awesome! Absolutely. Good stuff. Hey, well, Troy, look, stay warm out there. We appreciate you taking some time to join us. Always fun to talk golf with you. And great finish there at Mayakoba. Continued success, man. All right, I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. You got it. There you go, Troy Merritt joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Take a short break. More of the show next. Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789. 800-944-1789. That's 800-944-1789. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the U.S. USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. 
When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. When do you get it? Here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Thanks again to Troy Merritt for joining us. Always cool to talk with Troy and uh, wish him the best on this holiday season as he wraps up the year and a good one into 2023. Hard to, hard to imagine. 23, Bob. Here we go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, uh, Jeff Rude joined us there in uh, right before Troy uh, to make up our hour number one. We spent some time talking about Tony Finau and heard from him after his win. Um, had, a, had, a good, had a good hour. Still to come here on the back nine, hour number two, we're going to welcome in America's favorite caddy. You know, with Troy, I asked him about gifts there for his cat. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta ask him a little caddy a little bit about some of the player gifts. You know, the one I remember, Bob, is uh, that story that came out, and I can't remember exactly where I read it, but apparently it was an article we talked about it here on the show that yeah. for Christmas one year, Stevie received a fruit basket from Tiger. Yeah, a fruit basket. Hmm. Seems a little underwhelming, considering the amount of success that they were having. But to Troy's point. He's not necessarily shelling out a massive holiday gift, but the year-end bonus was awful nice. And Troy-level bonus is not the same as Tiger-level bonus, I would Well, think. and I think Tiger-level um, earnings. That's what I'm saying. That's what <laughs> and, I mean. And caddy yeah. compensation was definitely above the bar. And so uh, maybe that's why you only got the fruit basket. Yeah, maybe that's it. It was a nice gesture, though. <laughs> it was a nice gesture for sure. So, oh, uh, Stevie's a fitness kind of guy too. So we'll give you some fruit. Oh, yeah. Stay away from the chocolates. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey. Uh, well, also, we got to get into the world golf ranking discussion. Some really interesting comments from both Rory and John Rom. Stay tuned. We'll do that coming up on the back nine, hour number two, and uh, uh, a little shout out to your your, your guy Padraig Harrington on a nice yeah. W. I mean, that guy just he never goes away and probably not a guy that practices harder than patty we'll talk about that on the back nine stay tuned hey sports fans this is andy dorf check out my show dorf on sports byline sunday each and every sunday 8 a.m to 10 a.m pacific time on dorf on sports on the sports byline usa radio network and sportsbyline.com you're listening to the sports byline usa broadcast network